Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Welcome to Hey Jeff, a podcast called Hey Julia, podcast about Survivor. Danielle, here we are. We're here. We're made it. We are made it. We, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. How you doing? It has. I'm doing very well. I did. I gave myself, maybe I'll post a picture to our Twitter. I gave myself an Easter manicure. Oh my gosh. I see it. There's pastel colors. And the happy middle Passover finger is the same. Well. Yeah, happy Pesach. The the middle finger is nearly the same color as your Kelly Green sweater. That's true. I love an Easter Manny. I love it. Um, I did an I Easter say, Petty, which is why nobody can see it. <laughs> we took the ch- the baby to. Um, so there's there are dueling real estate agents in my area. And so they're constantly one-upping each other by having these events. <laughs> so we took our baby to the Easter event that this one real estate agent threw where there was yeah. like a creepy Easter bunny and you could, you you know, there was an egg hunt where you had to find the eggs and exchange them for a prize. And let me tell you, this thing was more crowded than Lollapalooza. This was an wow. absolute insane festival, which just goes to show if you do a free event for parents, <laughs> they'll show up. And they will oh, yeah. take it out of you. <laughs> but it was And now it was you're very on some fun. email list. Now they're going to be like, hey, you want to buy that house? Well, you know what's funny? No, I'm not even. Oh. There's no sign up or anything. You just showed up and did whatever. Oh, my gosh. That's some <laughs> so, true marketing. Yeah, exactly. So I'm having a great time. It's still very cold here, but it's looking. Next week's looking up. It's looking up. It's going to be 53 next week. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so it's been a while. I would like to it apologize. Has. Uh, briefly, as we remember our last episode three weeks ago, I was coughing violently throughout. I turned out to be quite sicker than I thought I was. I thought I was like nearing the end of my sickness, uh, only coughing like every 15 minutes. And then I was like, actually, I went to the doctor and I was like (laughs) quite sicker than I thought I was. Uh, I'm only getting better now. You'll still probably hear me cough a little bit throughout this show. And then on top of it, I was dealing with a bit of a personal tragedy in my life. Just some bad, just some bad stuff. So I I apologize uh, and I thank everyone for their patience uh, with us. It was just a really really rough month. Didn't expect it. No, but I'm sure I speak for our entire audience when I say we love Brett. We're we're hoping he's on the mend and we're so happy that we're both back to be doing an episode of an absolutely nonsense podcast. I am absolutely on the mend physically. (laughs) Honestly, like I feel almost nearly normal in terms of like my lung capacity and not coughing violently and like just just dialing up mucus from inside the lungs like a like I'm a like I was a fucking whaler. I had fucking yeah. pneumonia, like a fucking yeah. sea shanty. <laughs> yeah. And, and not then the, other yeah. bad stuff happened in my <laughs> life that you know about. Yeah. Anyways, we have a lot to talk about. Oh, I forgot to do my joke. Oh shit. <sighs> Stop Uh-oh. it. Hey Jeff. Welcome to Hey Jeff. I was gonna open the pod and be like, hey, this is why. Why we didn't pod for three weeks is because I went on Survivor 45 and I tore my uh, shoulder. I got concussed and I got uh, a leg amputated. But you know what? This is how we need to get into Survivor. 
I know, but I think it's fair that you didn't start with that because honestly, so many of these people I've forgotten about. As long as Carolyn's in good health, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay with everyone. I'm okay with the way things are going. And I'm telling you right yeah. now, that's how the okay. editors and the producers feel too. Oh my God. I was, I mean, I thought Josh was going to be Teflon. And I was like, oh my I, God. He's no, I was like, I couldn't then, believe it. I almost texted uh, you like so much for that. So three uh, evictions, votings happened since we, uh, or not votings, only two votings happened. Uh, Tribals happened since we potted last. Sarah went home briefly. Any thoughts about that? No, that was, I think that was a fun tribal and a fun, like we didn't know. Cause it was, that was the one where it was looking like Carolyn might be the target. Yeah. Yes. Um, Oh no, sorry. So I was happy with the way it went out because Carolyn didn't go home. Sarah did. I was like, whatever, not a huge loss. And then, yeah, then Matt had to go because his arm was going to like come out of its socket. Yeah. Well, this is what I want to talk about. Like, okay, I'm sure this information is widely available on the internet. And again, I haven't seen every season of Survivor, though. I'm, I'm, I'm really watching quite a lot of Survivor now. Um, yeah. Two medical DQs in one season. Uh huh. This is cursed. What's going on? I mean, it's not unheard of. I think there have been have, how many? I, I don't even think this is I've the most. A, I've seen a number of seasons with one person getting leaving. Yeah, getting airlifted out, being on the wrong medications. Yeah. You know, whatever. I've seen that happen a number of times. The second season that happened, that guy, Mike, well, he, he was on uh, season 40. He like right. fell into a fire and like burned his hands off or something like that. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, I do not remember, but yes. Um, that happens. But two in one season, I just think is, I think is crazy. And I'm like afraid for everybody. Though it seems like for um, the most part, no one here is going to be doing anything dumb. Well, let me just say, let me tie it back because Brett and I discovered we're both rewatching another season of Survivor right now, yeah. but we don't know which one each other is watching. So let me reveal. I'm currently watching Fans versus Favorites oh. with our girl Parv because oh. um, I'd never seen that season before. And um, the challenges, like we talk about how hard the challenges are now. The challenges in Fans versus Favorite, which is like what the sixteenth season, I think. Yeah, that's what I early. Read? That's early. It's early. There, I'm a little bit later. There's one where they have to pretty much like they're under. They're like under a cage in the water, and the tide keeps rising, and they oh. just have to like survive that. <laughs> like, Did we have that last year? Them, I don't know if we had it last we had year. That we last we year, and Carla was like, "I'm going to drown for you, Jeff." We I'll definitely have one where we watched together. But I was like, "Yeah, this is not allowed. They cannot do this." But I will say, the challenges back then were just so much easier to follow, and so was the show. The show itself, <laughs> I understood everything that was going on. I understood all of the any backstabbing. I understood why any strategy You're made sense. Now. I don't know who, I still don't know who's doing what, why there are like little side quests, why certain people like others more like, 
none of it makes sense to me. Uh, I mean, Whereas there's, back then, well, there's too many it was fake so idols. There's too many fake idols. Well, then this one I think had the original fake idol because Ozzy made this fake idol out of like a piece of wood, and this guy thought it was real. <laughs> well, well, I've, Survivor is getting twisted because now they are introducing fake. The game is introducing right. fake idols, whereas before it's like you would, you know, you find some shells. And a piece of Paste string. Them together, and you'd be like, yeah. oh, hey, look at, look at this. <laughs> Survivors now dropping the fake. The, the producers are dropping it in. So you're right. a little bit earlier than me. I haven't gone to those like seasons like five through 15 sort of, it's sort of thing. Fab. It's absolutely fab. So I was most recently watching Survivor colon Worlds Apart, which is season 30. Okay. Which is also known as Survivor White Collar versus Blue Collar versus No Collar. That is so funny. What is the No Collar? What are No Collar jobs? No Collar jobs are. Um, are they? Just, are they don't a have sailing jobs? instructor? I have a, a sailing okay. instructor, a student, a jewelry designer, someone who's YouTube famous. Um, this one guy is a coconut vendor. Okay. Yeah. No collar. Coconuts. No collar on those jobs. Yeah. Uh, And it was actually a pretty good season with some absolute freaks on it. (laughs) Like a you know a season's good when you have to devote a significant portion of the after show to like. I mean, what even what even year did this come out? Like twenty fourteen something maybe. Wow, the last 20, yeah, twenty fourteen. Oh, oh, it was filmed twenty fourteen. <laughs> came out twenty fifth. Like they had to spend a significant portion of the finale of the. Of, I'm sorry, of the after show, like being like, explain why you're sexist and why everybody hates you. <laughs> With well, three so different jarring. male, three different male contestants had to have Jeff like being like, and next we'll talk to Dan about the sexist stuff he said. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they did it three separate times, and it was. It was like amazing, yeah, to watch because these guys, two of these guys were two of these guys were awful, and one of them was awful, but he was such a weirdo about how he was awful, and he was like, "There's like a blue was, this guy Dan." If anyone was watched this season, he's on the blue collar tribe, and he's like a postal worker, but he thought of himself as somewhat of a philosopher king, and just oh. like imagine a guy who's like a postal worker, but who thinks he's like. I haven't watched Game of Thrones, but like, isn't that the whole thing with the the Tyrion char- character? Like, nobody nobody thinks he's like good at anything because right. like he's a dwarf. He's, yeah, but he's like re- much smarter than everyone. He just thought of himself as like I'm smarter than everybody else because I'm like a blue collar guy. Well, anyway, he was just he was inc- he was an incredible villain. Yeah, wasn't quite aware that he was a villain. But anyways, on the the star studded the packed after show of that episode they were like oh yeah by the way we're starting a new season of survivor tonight we have 30 people in the audience who are former contestants and there was a vote going on at home that was like that i was unaware of because i was watching it six years later on paramount plus and we're gonna announce the new season cast of survivor right now (laughs) and they're gonna get on a bus and get on a plane and go to cambodia the moment this 
after show ends. So it was a bunch of people who I recognized and I was like, let's just start the season right now. (laughs) So I'm in the middle of that season, which is 31, which is Survivor Second Chances. So I'm in the middle of that one right now. Second Chances sounds great. That's the thing, you know, watching Survivor bring back past players i'm like yeah no wonder big brother tries to do this but when it's the survivor players for some reason it works so much better whereas usually when big brother players come back that's when we all start hating them yeah (laughs) but in the season i'm watching in fans versus favorites so as as the title says it's people who watch at home playing in a in a tribe against past favorites so it's like parvati um siri johnny fairplay um uh ozzy all these good players right and then <laughs> all these noobs and then like it, it happened exactly what you think would happen happens where like the the fans just can't win anything no. <laughs> they can't build a camp they don't know how to start fire and the uh the favorites just like dance around them it's excellent. And James, James the Ditch Digger. I don't know if you ever watched a season with him. I forget. But he is such great TV. And like you said, and this one is even, you know, it's season 16. So it's much longer ago. There's something to people doing confessionals and saying things like, I don't like that bitch. <laughs> That's just like, you're like, wow, people were so much more honest back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much easier to convince like, yeah, ruin your life by saying something horrible on TV. <laughs> like, It's so interesting to watch. Uh, so it's a so far it's a great season. I actually am not done it yet. I know who wins, so I'm not. Yeah, worried. that's that's the but. thing with watching a bunch of these is like I know who wins. I'm pretty sure I know who wins the season I'm about to watch. The one that I just watched, the the blue collar versus white collar. I, there was it was one where I actually did not know the winner, and it was actually I was. I don't think I would be friends with the winner, but I thought it was a very deserving winner. I'm looking right. at the the like the exit chart here for for your season. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Like the first two out of the th- first three uh, votes, it's uh, returners, the returning tribe going home. But then it's like newbie, 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 <laughs> all bang, going bang, home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and the one, you know, Jonathan, who's like the writer, the snarky writer from Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I've seen him in another. I've actually seen him in a different season. Of He's great. Survivor. He's great TV. But he yeah. had to go because he got hurt. So that's why. And uh, then. Yeah, and then one of the fans just quits. He's just like, I just can't this do sucks. it. This sucks. Like me. <laughs> exactly. They don't have any so, hot pretzels on this island. Yeah, so that's why I'm a little like, whatever, I've seen I've seen seasons where people have to go. You know, they gotta go. They gotta <laughs> when go. When you gotta go, you gotta go. I <laughs> yeah. mean, what can we talk about this season? I feel, I, I apologize yes. if this has been like not interesting to people, but it's good to check in We had to, to go on a little about. bit of a tangent though. I mean, I, I think this just proves that we're such big fans of Survivor. Because <laughs> yeah. we're watching two seasons at the same time. We're watching two seasons at once, three seasons at once, and we're watching them all for the first time in yeah. the year 2023. I mean, and the problem is, is that I don't have that, like, what is there to say other than Carolyn is absolute casting gold? I don't, I mean, the last person who brought everyone together, I guess, was Marianne, but this is like a love I have for Carolyn is very different from the yeah. enjoyment I got from Marianne. So, I mean, just in this most recent, like, I mean, the episode where 
Matthew goes home. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe like, I can't believe we're going to a, a tribal here with Marilyn, uh, Carolyn, Jam Jam and Josh. And one of these people is going to go home because yeah. I'm, I, 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 stuck my neck out for, I stuck my neck out for <laughs> Jeff on our last episode or not Jeff for Josh on our last episode. Yeah. I, again, I don't know. I think I'd be friends with jo- Josh. Uh, definitely was playing like really aggressive, doing some weird stuff by like insisting he had an idol and showing people the worst homemade idol. He's like, that's like, ever been made. Uh, um, but I don't know something about him. I thought he was like, I thought this guy was like Teflon. I, I just thought he wasn't going home and I couldn't believe. And I was actually, I thought Josh was going to stay on the most recent episode. And I was like, you was know what? I, Lindsay, is like a snake in the grass, a very fit snake in the grass. Josh, I thought was turning into like an excellent villain this season. And mm-hmm. I was like, I actually read Josh wrong. I thought Josh was just going to be like really competent at everything and not really a part of what's going on in terms of the social dynamics or like strategic dynamics. And then like the minute yeah. I said that, he just like dove face first into the game or whatever. So I was like, I was kind of wrong about Josh. I think Josh was a bit more of a player than I I took him to be. And I kind of was like, just because I love Carolyn and Jam Jam so much, I was like, well, yeah, I guess Josh is the villain of the season. Like if he is, if his stance, if his Trump speech, his stump speech, not his Trump yeah. speech, if his stump <laughs> speech, if his political platform is get Jam Jam out, then he is a villain in my eyes. Of course, Jam Jam still, Jam Jam is still fabulous. There were just a series of events where I was like, the producers are clearly rigging this for Carolyn. Like they are not willing to lose Carolyn or Jam Jam. But like, remember when she went and had the, um, the like lunch with those two bros? Yeah. And she basically like didn't need to be there, but she was commenting on it to their faces while yeah. they were there. She was like, oh, I don't need to be here. And then she like took a bite of mango or something and let the mango dribble out of her <laughs> mouth as they were talking. <laughs> She's like Bugs Bunny. She like exists in a different like physical plane as everybody else. And it's but amazing. I was like, I don't even remember why those three got to go. Were they? Did they show them being picked or was it like, oh, you've been randomly selected? No, no, because- they were picked. They were <laughs> okay. picked because the winner... The winning team of the of the immunity got to pick which three people went. Okay. But I just think I just think that there's something in the water. It's like maybe they were picked by the winning team, but that winning team was given a very c- clear set of um producer instructions of like, <laughs> wouldn't it be fun if you picked Carolyn? <laughs> what, that's one of the things I want to talk about because I was like I was shocked at the challenge not the challenge the sort of like jungle walk reward that happened the one that josh carson and jamie got this is three episodes ago Uh where it was like basically free ticket to merge essentially Uh uh-huh like you go we kind of had gotten so used to these little things that they started adding in in season 40 or 41 which whichever it was where Three, two people go on a walk and then there's some sort of risk reward thing that happens where it's like, oh, you lose a vote, you get a vote, whatever. And now they're just turning into these weird just like reward walks where Josh, they they force three people onto new tribes 
And because they essentially know that putting someone on a new tribe, like right before the merge, that's like just target number one. So just by virtue of going on this walk, you're safe. You get an immunity idol. And that's how Josh stayed over Sarah, right? Just complete bad luck for Sarah. Yeah. Someone had to go home that wasn't Josh. Josh would have gone home. And then they had the one last last week where it was Carolyn, Brandon, and Danny. And this one is just like a, a reward, just a, a food reward on a season where there's no food. Right. And I, I, I just think it's interesting how they're how they're just like doing all sorts of wacko stuff with these <laughs> walks into the jungle with the rewards, with the immunity idols, with all the fake immunity idols. They're just throwing so much stuff at it. To your point, it's like getting confusing. But the, I think it's really, I think it's really in interesting. I think it's interesting. That needs to be replaced yeah. by a bunch of rocks. It's like Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, inter- it's really much. interesting. Yeah. I just think they need to do, next season needs to be Survivor back to basics. Don't even have any, no hidden You're going to watch idols. it and you're going to be like, this is so slow. No, I won't, as long as they have good characters. But yeah, to your point, the characters are really good this year. And I was I was very happy that they merged yeah. this most recent episode. Because I'm like, let's just kind of get this going. Because there have been so much... The first third of the season has been so dictated by the dynamics of like... There's a fake idol and there's a birdcage and you can't open the birdcage <laughs> unless you answer these riddles three. Yeah. And like it's it, it's just a lot. And like, let's just get the, all these people together. I'll, I need to see like, Jam Jam, if, any, if anything, is like kind of in a really low position in this yeah. group, except for the fact that now that like they're fully in the merge or not in the weird half merge that we've been doing, Jam Jam is not going to win in a competition. No. Unless the competition's cutting someone's hair. Because Matthew, <laughs> the other person who cuts people's Matt hair is gone. He's oh, yeah. not <laughs> that Matthew, Matt. not Matt Blankenship. Matt Blankenship Matt, needs a haircut. Matt Blankenship, I am saying it now. Matt Blankenship is not just like this little nerd who's so oh. sweet and innocent. Oh. He's a little player. I think I We need to talk about if this. If you've made it to the merge and you're sleeping next to your honey. And hands. then you whisper into her ear, I think we need to play it cool. Listen, it's too late. It's too late. You should have done that weeks ago. You should have never even started. You can't make it to the merge and suddenly be like, we should distance ourselves. No, everyone already knows. That to me is a sign of I an F-boy. Am, oh, wow. No wonder he got dumped by his girlfriend. <laughs> I am so invested in the mat and Franny situation. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I want to see Franny stab Matt in the front. Oh, like okay. Matt is such a... I think he's loyal to Franny to the bone. Like I think he would rather get a little kiss than Aww. win a million dollars. Franny would rather win a million dollars than get a little kiss. Go to the bank. and then She knows she's going to get yeah. a kiss anyways. Sure. I I think I think I don't know. My sense of it is that Franny, despite being younger, seems like the more like the wiser player, and Matt seems a little bit more like all over the place. Yeah, or just like 
hang he just like kind of hanging on you know yeah, <laughs> not to mention the fact that he has a fake he has a fake idol he's one of the right. two people in possession of like so he has this kind of false sense of security that's like <laughs> really gonna hurt him at some point yeah um i i don't know i don't trust him my danny senses my danny alarms are going off okay well you so, know yeah exactly i always know i knew about Andrew. <laughs> yeah. I know about every guy who we've, we've ever discussed. When the and you can't unring that bell. In a woman's mind. Exactly. Once she has the idea that all oh, those guys like probably playing me. I didn't like him saying player. that. You don't whisper that to someone when you're cuddling with them at the merge, you know? How? You merged. I don't want anyone whispering to me. Everyone's breath probably stinks. Yeah, I know. How, you know what I was watching for? I was like, looking at the ladies' pits. Oh. I was like, how come they aren't hairier? Mm. <laughs> I guess it's only like day 13, but still. I'm not aware. You think aware. they slip them a razor? No. Well, I think. Okay. I think, um, I, I, as a man, I don't know pit. Hair growing speed. It's probably the same a man. as a man. I never shave. Well, I know. Well, I don't shave. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't shave. Mine have been in. Mine have been in since uh, <laughs> you know 13. I know how fast my beard grows. I don't yeah, know how fast my beard grows. It's probably the same as your beard. Well, probably yeah, the same as your hair. So you have a little bit. I don't know. It's you should not quick. shave. You should not shave one pit for the next 29 days. <laughs> 29 days? It's about to be summer, Brett. I am not sure okay. if I want to do that. Okay. I just, I guess you don't like science. I don't like, you don't like the scientific method. I'm anti-science. You're right. I'm anti-science. This is the anti-science survivor pod. Podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, we have a question about survivor. That's what show we're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Aaron, BB fan 022, favorites and least favorites so far? Well, I mean, it's so obvious. obvious. <laughs> it's so obvious. I like Caroline. <laughs> Carolyn. I, and yeah, I love Car Jam Jam. Carolyn is Carolyn's amazing. She she's just such a she's just so weird, man. <laughs> like she is. And she's I don't know. Like I, they give her a ton of like you know confessionals and stuff, but like she's just and I said it earlier. She seems like Bugs Bunny almost. She's almost just sort of like existing in a metaphysical way outside of the other twelve people or whatever. The same way yeah. Bugs Bunny can like he can like put a stick of dynamite in Elmer Fudd's shotgun and then look at the camera and be like, "Ain't that funny?" or whatever <laughs> yeah. he says. What is up, doctor? Like I, I she kind of just like looks at the camera and is like, what's going on? And she, all the faces she makes. And I mean, the, the thing where she was like, she's pure where everyone gets, gets the merge kind of happens. And everyone's sitting on the beach together and talking and it's like just zooming in slowly on her face while there's a cacophony of voices. That's <laughs> just, that's just amazing. Um, I mean, I love her. I, Fuck, I mean, I think she actually Carson's does have what okay. it takes to win. I was going to say, I don't really like, I don't really, I don't know, something about him rubs me the wrong he's, way. It's, I'll tell you what it is. His Nerd. age. Nerd, yeah. <laughs> no, it's at least 20. No, but like, I saw, but I saw, I mean, I saw the challenge and, and 
Jeff is like a tree puzzle. And I'm like, Carson printed that puzzle. Yeah, yeah. He's going to win this. And then I saw him doing it. I'm like, this is over. First of all, is I, I think I, like I tried to pause it and see like if the puzzle in his little flashback was, right. oh, oh, was oh. the same as the puzzle, literally the same cutout and shape. Like, I understand we don't want to like waste materials, precious mother uh-huh. earth, right? Of course. Are they using the literal same exact puzzle every year and just spray hmm. painting it a different color? Well, actually, yeah. Why wouldn't, why shouldn't they do that? Why shouldn't they? Because you can study it at home like this freak. <laughs> Maybe he did. Um, he did. He, pr- he he copied it from a show and then he 3D printed it. 3D printed it. Yeah. Um, I honestly, all I could think when they were making that puzzle is I was like, how can you tell if this is right? Like, I was actually thinking about Jeff. Jeff I, I has just, to throw you out always all this. Do. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, he was like, he, he was throwing out his little commentary. He was like, you know, climbing up the wall. Easy for Brandon. Like, yes, remember all these people's names. And wow. he doesn't get to have so remember the like 20 whole names. <laughs> he doesn't get to have the Survivor Wiki in front of him like us, Brad. He is the Survivor Wiki. <laughs> He's executive producer, Jeff Probe. Jeff Probe <laughs> isn't getting paid 30 grand to do this. I know. He isn't getting paid Maybe it's Sag just my minimum. Brain. He is a producer. He has like personal relationships with everyone on the show. So I take these exercise classes called F45. Oh, I've seen those. I've seen those <laughs> yeah, around. They're everywhere for some reason. Yeah, they're in LA. But so I go to these classes and I only go to the same two teachers. Okay. And you don't like the teacher. Get out. Yeah. Get yeah, out of, of the classroom. But so they remember everyone's name in the class. They know everyone's name. And, you know, it's like 20 people in a class. They say, hey, Michael, how are you doing? Oh, hey, Danielle. Yep, you're checked in. Like, whatever. They remember everyone's name. And so there's, you know, 20 different people every class. But they probably Do I know these two people's names? (laughs) 60 people's names. No, you don't. (laughs) No. Every time I want, because I always like to say, like, hi, Brett. Hi, Hi. Michelle, like I want to say people's names and like, but these two, I'm just always like, wait, are you Marie or are you Kayla? Like I, and they don't have their pictures up, but they don't put the names under the pictures. So it's very hard to remember. And so I just think it's incredible that Jeff remembers all these people's names because, you know, they're coming, they're bringing these casts in and out, in and out. There's barely a moment to breathe between these seasons. Like you said, on that seat, on that finale, they're immediately announcing the next cast. So he remembers everyone's names. Then he, rem- he says his little pithy remarks about all of them. And then he has to know, sometimes the puzzles are complicated. Maybe they reuse this one, but sometimes the puzzles, I'm really like, I don't know if this is done or not or correct, because sometimes there are tiny little differences. He has to know whether it's correct or not. And it's like really down to the second. And, you know, if he messes up, the editing goes down the tubes. So I yeah, just you think hear Jeff, when they do the ADR lines. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think Jeff really has very, a, pretty, a pretty good grasp on what he's doing. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I know. That's all I had to say about that. Um, so, yeah. D- did Carson study? Is that his puzzle? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. He he rubs me the wrong way. I don't think Carson's going to. I think Carson is playing a bit too dirty. hard. Not mm-hmm. dirty. I, I think he's playing a bit hard. Like, I think people are going to kind of see him as a, as a bit of a schemer. I really like Danny. Like, I find him to be very genuine and, like, kind of mischievous. 
I like yeah. that. Honestly, I like everybody. Jamie, I don't know. I don't know, man, about Jamie. Like I'm I'm eagerly She's too much. Well, also, like I was I, I form very strong opinions. <laughs> very I strong first impressions. Her, her yeah. and Matthew using their shot in the dark on their first tribal when neither of them were really in trouble, like really rubbed me the wrong way with both. So I'm sticking. And then she was also like, who wants to eat worms with me? She's and the worm like, eater. No, yeah. not me. I'll fucking starve. <laughs> I'm over yeah, pizza. She's the worm eater. She's the one she's having a good time. I think if it was like, I think if there was the tough thing is, is when there's such a clear, like awesome, authentic person like Carolyn, and then you're trying to be the fun one. It's tough. You're never going to. Well, that's the thing up. is they don't think. Carolyn's they don't think fun. that Carolyn's the fun no. fan favorite. They think she's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They think she's a weirdo. And they're like, yeah, they're probably not talking to her. She's probably, yeah. she, she probably can't get a sentence out <laughs> when she's talking yeah. to them in the cove. And it's like, yeah, we know. That's the whole point. <laughs> yes, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, you can't put that on. Whereas like these other tropey, like, and same sort of for Carson, same a little bit for Kane. I know you like Kane. I was um, sad when they're like, maybe Kane. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. But it's like they're just a little too a little too TV ready. Their personas, Jamie, yeah, up. yeah, Jamie yeah. Carson. I mean, I I think my faves. It's like Carolyn Jam. I mean, Jam Jam's like I, what I was going to say about Jam Jam like ten minutes ago is like I know he was kind of like at the bottom, but I don't think being at the bottom really like the bottom changes every day there. Yeah. Also, Jam Jam's not going to place in any competition going forward. Like you want Jam, like you want Jam Jam around. You don't want, you don't want Brandon. You don't want to go keep going up against Brandon in every competition. Right. Like I actually think sort of like physical fitness. I mean, Danny, that's going to be the one thing about Danny is like, I wouldn't say this is like the most physically fit, cast there's not a lot of like yeah no they're not not like jonathan from a couple years ago or this guy joe who's on the most the seasons i'm watching you know like yeah (laughs) danny's gonna sorry go for it you know what this episode is a good advertisement for what other seasons of survivor Because I just keep thinking, you know who's great at physical challenges? It's so impressive. Ozzy, Parvati, James, like all the people on the other yeah, season yeah. I'm currently watching. <laughs> okay, go on. Sorry. No, that's You're fine. Talking about Danny. But like, I, yeah, I just think like Danny and Brandon are going to be in the crosshairs a little bit just because like I, I sort of imagine they're going to be the only two like really competing for some of yeah. these, these immunities. Like, now that we're kind of an in individual immunity town and it's just like stand there and be strong for three hours um, right people uh, you know uh, meanwhile i like dandy uh, I, I like danny heidi and lauren are playing like a bit under the radar right now which is certainly not a bad thing to be doing um yeah matt i don't think has it i am eagerly like i think he's a, yeah. probably like a nice guy you don't, but I think he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he is like strategic or cutthroat enough. And he's like kind of just like an aloof little puppy. And maybe it's because he reminds just... me of Aubrey Plaza's husband in White Lotus. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's he why he's, he yeah. Um, yeah. But overall, it's still a pretty, it's still a pretty fun season so far. 
I feel like it's almost over. Why do I feel that way? I almost, I'm like, next week's the finale. <laughs> no, no, there's still going to be like another seven episodes left. <laughs> it feels like it's almost over. And you know what, guys? I, I know it's, I know it's April. But this week I was like, oh my God, it's almost Big Brother season. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm so excited. It's going to be great this summer. Live feeds are going to happen. Everyone remember, I made this promise a couple months ago. I'm going to start shit in this preseason. I need to start thinking of what kind of rumors I want to start. Oh yeah. You should say that you know everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start like a little, a little rumor mill. A little gossip factory. You just factory. say that two people know each other. Yes, that's what I'm gonna. But sh- yeah, and I'll do. I'll tweet it from my from our account from Hey Julie. Oh, I'm gonna be like <laughs> go a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. By the time Big Brother 25 rolls around, even Twitter is gonna be like a sputtering shell. It is fun every once in a while. Like I go on our Twitter account, and I'm like, "Why are yeah. we blocked by this account?" Probably <laughs> one of us. That's, that's from the stupid. that's from the BBOTT days. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, wait, do we have any other questions about, um, we have a question. Survivor. I'm going to get into another question. Okay. But it's going to transfer us out of survivor. No, I'm, I'm ready for that. Hashtag. Brett was wrong. <laughs> I thought that there was going to be dungeons and dragons spawn con in a competition. Mm, right. The week of the release of dungeons and dragons. Didn't happen, but we they did didn't get need it. to. We did get a question <laughs> at May 81. Did you see Dungeons and Dragons? Well, first of all, he wrote, did you see Dugans and Dragons? <laughs> I did not see Dugans and Dragons. <laughs> wow. Thoughts if so. It's been a while since hearing an insane Danny Mop retelling of a movie, which is which most of the time is way better than the movie itself. So Danny, you did so you much. either see Dugans and Dragons or Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> I haven't seen either. And I, I, this is another film I brought up this week. I was like, you know what? I would see this. It's getting pretty good reviews. Well, let me give you the Brett Raider <laughs> tomato meter. This movie yeah. is fresh. <gasps> I saw this so film. Okay. I saw this film last weekend. It's good. It's full of hunks. Oh my gosh. Chris Pine, Hugh Grant, Jean Rene Page. <laughs> it's like it's like Rege Jean Page. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Reggie. His name's Reggie. Michelle Rodriguez, hunk. <laughs> I will say there is a hunky A-list actor. In a cameo in this film. Surprise it's cameo. a surprise cameo from a hunky A-list actor. How are the uh, dragons? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> is it like, because it's like, it's, it's make your own, is it like they go, I need a, I need a helicopter, not a helicopter, <laughs> but like, because <laughs> they're not a machine those, like, gun. <laughs> but they can just like say things into fruition, right? They well, can just be it's like, not like you, a magic spell would help me now. And then kind they of. do it. <laughs> kind of, because this is what is really good about this movie. I think this movie is very enjoyable if you have not played Dungeons and Dragons. It is Perfect. just like, a, it is just like a will. fun Sort of like Indiana Jones style adventure movie, but there's like dragons and magic and shit in it. And Hugh is the villain, right? Yeah. Okay. And, but if you've played Dungeons and Dragons, 
You're going to fucking love this movie because anytime anything needs to happen, which is, and this is the same thing as what happens when you play Dungeons and Dragons. You play Dungeons and Dragons, there's a rule book. There's quite many, literally tens of rule books and it's like so deep, but it's mostly a sandbox in which to play around and you can kind of do whatever you want to do. It's up to the dungeon master to sort of decide how the mechanic of that is going to work. You have dice. You have to roll for that. You can't just say, oh, I fly over there and I punch the dragon in the face and he dies in one shot. It's like, okay. Right. You can try that and you have to roll for it. And the dragon is going to fight back and then this is going to happen. Like all sorts of stuff. But anyways, anytime you do anything playing Dungeons and Dragons, you're playing with seven, eight friends, dungeon master. You get stuck in caverns. You get stuck in dungeons. You get stuck in, and it's like I don't know what to do. I'll tie a rope to this and uh, throw it (laughs) across the lava pit uh, or whatever. And this movie so represents the spirit of playing Dungeons and Dragons because it's like, oh, we have to find out where this magical helmet went. We have to figure right. out our way across this lava river or whatever. And they just keep coming up with the stupidest fucking ideas of how to do that, which is exactly well, how a, how a session of Dungeons and Dragons goes. And it was, it was just really, as someone who's played a bunch of it, it's really fun because that's what it's like playing in Dungeons and Dragons is like one of your friends is like, I don't know, they put the portal on the bottom of a thing and then they jump there and it's just like, you're like, what? That's so stupid. Okay, I guess, I guess it worked. It's truly imagination-based. Well, clearly the directors learned from their time watching you play Dungeons rolling and Dragons. Rolling 20s, rolling 20s at 9.30 in the morning at Paramount Studios. That's me, baby. They learned. I'm so happy that, yeah, I don't mind the idea of this movie being a hit, although it's not apparently as big of a hit as Super Mario Brothers. Who cares? I read. I know. I don't have an interest in seeing that at all. I have a personal vendetta against the Minions. The Minions. And the the (laughs) Illumination Studios or whatever. Like, Mm. I just, they make really, really, really kid, they they make movies specifically for kids. Whereas like Pixar movies and some of these other ones, like I didn't see Puss in Boots, but a lot of people said Puss in Boots was pretty good. Like, (laughs) Sounds like you said Puss in Boots. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. That's me when I get to tribal. I'm pissing in my boots. So afraid. Carolyn's going to fuck me up. <laughs> uh, they make a lot of... I like animated movies like in general, right? Like I think yeah, a lot of times they're different. made with quite a lot of heart and quite a lot of intelligence and quite a lot of um, like humor that appeals to all ages. All ages doesn't mean children only, right? All ages mm-hmm. means literally all ages. There's like a difference between an all ages movie and a children's movie. A children's movie okay. or a children's entertainment or whatever is for literally, it's literally for children. It's like not for yeah. adult enjoyment at all. So I just find the Illumination Studios movies, which is basically every like minion despicable me thing. It's like, it's just really, really childish. It's like really aimed at like just children's humor where it's just yeah. like, Lots of like funny noises, lots of like people going like whoa in slow motion, which kids just like. Yeah. People in, with doing a slow motion voice or people doing fast motion voice. It's just sure. really, I don't know. It's just like really, really basic and cheap. And I'm not, I'm not going to see this movie. Mm-hmm. I, by all accounts, it is very, very much a movie aimed at five year olds. Whereas yeah. a Pixar movie or whatever, not that I see every one, but like, 
inside out or whatever or turning that. red i love turning red which came out last mm-hmm. year or something like that set in toronto he, oh yeah set in toronto <laughs> about being alive in 2002 iconic yeah. danny movie top five sure. Danny movie <laughs> <laughs> like uh i really i really liked that movie a lot i thought it was so much fun and it's aimed at 10 year old girls but also like a lot the humor in it is like it's you know it's all ages it's like open arms anybody can watch this and get like a lot of laughs out of it a lot of heart out of it it's about going through puberty and dealing with your mom yeah. like everyone fucking <laughs> that's fucking said it's pretty universal right right and like I, I don't know super mario is just by all accounts every review of it is like some people really like it and they're like but it's for children and some people really hate it but it's for children if you're getting really mad about this movie then take a step back because this movie is for children. I will not be seeing it. Right. I won't be seeing it either. Um, it never appealed to me. Now, it, but if we're on the topic of IP for children, I pee in my boots. I will be. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that was a good one. Good yeah. callback. <laughs> I think something we're all excited about. Coming out July 11th, Barbie. Hot girls double feature. You see Oppenheimer at like 2 p.m. No. You go, it's the middle of a hot day in Los Angeles. <laughs> you go in the movie theater and you have Chris Nolan lecture you about atomic weapons for three hours. And then you go yeah. outside, you get a little dinner, you get a little beer. Mm-hmm. And then 10 p.m., 11 p.m. showing. Kids have gone to sleep. Barbie time. This movie is for adults. Yeah. I mean, it looks so good. So that's good. What I was that's, having... what, that's what I'm saying. Like, this Barbie movie, yeah. obviously, like, this Barbie movie obviously has to appeal to young women, young girls, right? Yeah. They're not making a Barbie movie that's, like, fucking Mattel, Only right? This movie is old. based on a yeah. toy. This movie is... <laughs> right. Toy Story. How about a Toy Story... Barbie, a Toy Story. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this movie's got to appeal to young girls who like Barbie. Like, that's Barbie demo is, right? But obviously, yeah. this movie, in a twisted way, seems to be more designed for us weird adults, <laughs> adults. than it is even for the seven year old girl crowd. Yes. But it looks so good. It looks fun. They released the character posters. They made them able to be memed. Oh, I'm there. I'm so ready. I was having a little Barbie fatigue because they just kept making cast announcements and I found it really annoying. But now that I've seen the trailer and Margot's hair in it, I'm just like, yes, I didn't even, please. I didn't even watch the trailer that came out this week. Oh, you didn't? Oh. Because I'm seeing this movie the weekend it comes out. You don't even it's going to be, be good. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, a good trailer? I don't. Um, that one I'm, got me. If I'm up. seeing a movie, if I know I'm in, if yeah. I know they have my seventeen dollars, sure. I don't need to see the trailer. Yeah, trailer is advertisement. Well, there was a little bit of you know who got a little bit of criticism. Who? Ryan G. As Why? Ken, did he like not tweet it? People were like, he looks a little busted. <laughs> I mean, he is a little. He's a little old. That's what people were saying. Well, That's not what I, Danny, said. That's what people, people were saying. Many people are saying. Many well, people are saying. Well, the issue is, 
I will just say the character design, what I have seen of Gaz in this movie is that there's sort of like a bleached, a bleached blonde hairdo with a bit right. of a tan That's thing going on. That's very unforgiving. Yes. And when you're over 40 years old and you look like that, you look like you live in fucking Florida. And right. Florida there's man. sort of, yeah, like there's just very much a like Florida man looked like super tan, bleached hair. Like it just doesn't look good on really anybody. And we've kind of like moved past how that like being like a hot look. If it's like 1985 yeah. and you're like in San Diego and you're like Josh Brolin, like a 19 year old Josh Brolin or whatever, <laughs> uh-huh. it looks good, right? What's yeah. that movie? Thrashing, kicking. I don't know. He's, I, like, he's like in a skateboard movie. Cruising? Cru- not, cru- not cruising. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think he still looks good. I get what they're saying in that. Like I guess Ken is supposed to look like a 20 year old, and Margot obviously is young. So she looks, even though people love to have a debate about her age, but I think he looks good. Yes. And like you said, it's a very unforgiving styling. Where's Glenn? Why? Why not Glenn Powell? <laughs> why not Glenn Close? <laughs> <laughs> why not Albert Nobbs? Justice for Albert Nobbs. <laughs> Glenn Powell. I don't know. Because I, he can't, I'm sorry, he can't but have he's movie. always like going to be the cost. second Glenn that I think of. <laughs> he's never going to be Glenn close. close. Which, by the way, oh, this is the other thing. Uh, no, I had a lot I want to talk to you about. Yeah, good. We're so you don't watch trailers. I guess you didn't watch the trailer for the fucking Fatal Attraction television show they I'm made. I'm aware of it. Starring Lizzie Fleischman Cap. <laughs> I might check this out. Oh no! It I saw. So I, bad. I was on Twitter and I saw like the trailer was going on. It was like Joshua it Jackson. Bad. It looks bad. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No. They oh. don't have at least in the trailer that I watched. They have zero chemistry. But I was. I did think. Oh, I know who loves Lizzie Kaplan. Bready. Bready. So Bready on the pod. Bready. So I just did. I needed to bring it up. So if you want to see her acting, but I'm sure they're going to make Lizzie it Kaplan 2023. Completist. I didn't watch all like nine seasons of Masters of Masters Sex. Masters of Sex. Well, I just think they're going to do like, they're going to be like, it's woke now. <laughs> like, she was right to boil the bunny or whatever. You know, they're going to do I don't even see thing. the movie. I don't even know. Oh, it's great. It's great. Some movies are just like so indicative of the time. Like, yeah, it's, if you look at it from 2023, it's probably a little sexist. <laughs> but at the time, it's just like a great movie. <laughs> It's yeah. basically about Michael Douglas has an affair with Glenn Close and Glenn crazy. Close becomes obsessed with <laughs> and Glenn Close becomes obsessed with him and won't leave him alone. How she could two people fatally attracted to him? Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> How could two people who look so similar have sex? <laughs> they don't. Glenn Do Close do? and Michael Douglas, they have a very sort of like. Reptilian <laughs> kind of thing. Michael Dugan. <laughs> Michael Dugan's and Dragons. Dugan's and Dragons. <laughs> I can't believe that's what he wrote. Matt May, I cannot believe you wrote Dugan's and Dragons. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Okay. Now we need to come to another section. Well, I guess we're still on this section of the pod is called On Danny's Radar. <laughs> 
All right, what's what's next on Danny's well, like radar? Like all these trailers and stuff have come out. Okay, we need. Well, this is an official. Hey, Julie, we need to weigh in on this. Will we be watching and talking about Air? I was gonna ask you this. <laughs> okay, I needed good. to do the Air vibe check with you, Danny. Um, I'll watch it, even though I think it looks like a parody of a movie. I will yeah, watch it. It looks like it's like an SNL thing. Yeah. Um, it is not a theater for me. It is no. not a theater viewing for me. I love when trailers are like they because they now have to say this because we got we got two and a half years of like Dune. How about we yeah. just put it on your TV, boss? Yeah. Um, I love when trailers. It's almost like this point of pride, like when the when when the trailer ends with only in theaters on May third mm-hmm. or whatever. Sure. Almost like this is a movie. This isn't get your lazy asses out of the this house. This isn't yeah. Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like the Mulan thing that they put on Disney Plus on day one, right? Yeah. It's this like, is the real shit. <laughs> a movie about Ben Affleck making a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we got to see on the big. I have to see this I, on the big screen. This is a small screen picture. I mean, this is so obviously like, yeah, it's Ben the shoemaker. No, <laughs> the cobbler. <laughs> uh, no, well, Ben plays Ben directs and plays Phil Knight, the like the the founder okay. of Nike. Nike, and then yes. Matt Damon plays. I forget the guy's name, but like the specific. Sales, marketing, whatever guy okay. who courts yeah. Michael Jordan. Right. Um, they needed Michael Jordan. I have been and quite who, enjoying the uh, just the press this week. And well, sure. Did, it's did, our favorite person. Did you see Ben Affleck do a full interview in Espanol? I did. I saw clips of it. I obviously didn't watch the whole thing. Um, yeah, he's an incredibly talented, smart man. Like, we never doubted that on this podcast. He's just a kid from Southie. Yeah, we never doubted it, but we just laugh at him because yeah, he's funny. very amusing. <laughs> but no, I'm not like Matt Damon. I find it. a little bit like not palatable. Yeah, because of he's his fucking, crypto scam. He's a fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, and sure that too. Um, wait, what was the racist thing with Matt Damon? He's like racist. There's, there's oh, been a bunch this. of things. I mean, I remember he was horrible on his, on um, Project that last season of Project Greenlight. That Did was you watch it. That? that was oh, okay, one of yeah. the, that was yeah, one of the racism bad. things. Like he was, he yeah, kept okay. like Ben being... kept quiet during that exchange. I think. <laughs> yeah. Ben knows when to shut it up. You know, when Jen comes home in a bad mood, he knows. Don't say anything. Just start making dinner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just start fixing the drinks because yeah. we don't want to hear it. <laughs> I think me and Ben would be friends. I think we get all similar. I think you would too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have him on the pod. Um, I would always be bugging you. If the air air receipts are not good at the box office this week, he's going to come on the pod. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Just a couple more. Well, so we agree. Let's just get it on the air. We agree. We're going to watch air. And then we're going to talk about on the pod. Sort of like how we did for Deep Water. Another Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a, we'll see when it's on prime or whatever. I'll watch it. Yes. Okay, then what about Tetris? No. Oh, I think it looks so good. Nah, dude, I'm I all right. I think it looks good. I'm all right. And I like Taryn Edgerton, but I don't know. Okay. 
Well, that's past. And then finally, I know you're going to see Bo is Afraid. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's not too scary. It's not going to be scary. It's going to be an, it's going to be frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> it's Love gonna be it. a frustrating watch. Uh, then, yeah, sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'll check it out. It looked good. Yeah. And then the last one is like I forget what it's called, but it's the movie about blackberries, like making the blackberry. Oh yeah, I think it might be called like blackberry or something like that. <laughs> All I know is it's CanCon. Like the Canadian government definitely put in money to make this movie. Uh, I know uh, what is is that with like Jay Baruchel or something like that? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know about it. I think I've seen like a screen cap or two. I don't, I've not seen the trailer. I don't know. I, uh, it's wild that like this craze only started happening in the last like three years. Like the social network comes out and then there aren't any big movies or TV shows about like modern era tech stuff. Well, I guess we right. had two we Steve. Jo- I guess we did have two Steve Jobs movies immediately following social Beginning. network. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now there's just like this glut of like how we work turned into we work the yeah, yeah, uber yeah. story the blue blueberry story blackberry story <laughs> blueberry elderberries yeah. i don't i don't <laughs> care i don't care i never had a blackberry yeah it's sort of it's just a little bit before our time i still think it looks fun though and i have to support cancon when it actually looks good do, so i will yeah, be seeing it yeah all right, I think that's all. Those are the only ones that sort of like came on my radar. Where I was like, we got to get the temp check on Denny's radar. I, for I'm hey, so Julie. glad you brought up air. I promise you I was <laughs> going to bring up air if you didn't. Because it's very much in our in our wheelhouse. Okay, so that's what's up, gang. Thank you all so much for listening. I think that's it for questions and comments. It really is. Well, we tackled them throughout the pod. Yeah. Um, you can always add us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter while Twitter is still alive. Who knows how, for how much longer that will be. Just don't include you know, the word substack in the text of the question. But I kind of was like, should we move over to substack once they have their little Discord? Twitter feature? Discord? Oh, yeah, we should do a Discord, okay, actually. I, one, of my other, one of my friends has like this blog that he just set up a Discord for. So I was like, I did sign up for Discord very briefly to troll the Streamiverse podcast discord <laughs> it was i mean for a while the stream versus discord was super fun and maybe it still is i don't know i, I don't have a it. job and i have slack already so i'm like yeah don't need another one but, but what we need is something that has outside sources as well so that we can like post information that's what's really yeah discord too. is just like group chat for nerds yeah it's a group chat um i don't Insular. know well, should we we'll get a facebook out. account no, <laughs> I'm not getting on Facebook. Oh, I was if anyone's thinking... friends with me on Facebook, it's a fake Danny because I'm not. I'm um, here. Yeah, you've been. You're. I, you are one of the OG not Facebook people. Exactly. You when you and I met, you were on Facebook, and you were like off Facebook <laughs> shortly thereafter. It was probably right after I friended you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no coincidence. <laughs> um. I. I also just want to very quickly mention. I love that you made our new art. Um, completely theft from CBS official survivor podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, I've already almost been sued by a media conglomerate. Do you think I want that to happen again? Do you want me to take this down? No, I like it. No, this is, um, this is a meme. Okay. It's a meme. This is, a, this is on social media. I photoshopped, I photoshopped the Hey Julie logo onto the screen cap of the little promo they run. During the yeah. show that says, listen to the On Fire podcast. <laughs> it's called On Fire? 
Bonfire with Jeff Probst. <laughs> Who is this picture? Is it Marky Mark? Yeah, nobody liked this one that I posted. <laughs> no, no, I'm just going. Like, there's a very specific moment from Boogie Nights where it's like slowly zooming in on Mark's, Marky Mark's face as he realized, like, shit, I, I really fucking fucked up my life as Alfred Molina's setting off fireworks next to my face. Oh my God. And, but it reminded I'm, me of the moment in the most recent episode where the merge happens and everybody's talking and it's just slowly <laughs> zooming in on Carolyn's face. I, it reminded I, me of that. There's not a lot yeah. of, not a lot of overlap of Boogie Nights well, fans. Well, I think because hey, people Julie needed, th- yeah, because they needed you to explain it like I did. Good. So I'm just, good. you know, making sure we're all up to date. All right, we're all good. Thank you all so much for listening. You can also email us, heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say something else. I kind of forgot. Whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back next week with oh, more. here's what it is. Oh. No, do, yes. do, do not go anywhere. I was going to say, <laughs> since we're doing other social media things, do we want to try doing video again now that, like, vodcasting is, like, the thing? We should because I've been see- – and then we should post them on TikTok because I just see so many podcasts go viral on TikTok. I know. I know. Why don't, well, who's going to cut them into TikToks? Well, I can post them to TikTok, but I don't know if you want me to cut them. Yeah. Well, I don't want to like, my ethos with this pod is do as little work as possible. Yeah. So I I don't want to like spend my entire weekend making nine by 16 video cut downs of our pod. Yeah, if I'm there's an easy way culture. to do it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if there's a really easy way to do it, I will. I don't do even it. grind my coffee pre-ground. No. <laughs> I don't even grind my teeth anymore. I let Mister Pete me grind, do the grind culture. Yeah, Mister Pete. Um, well, we'll figure it out, guys, okay. and then you can see the visuals. You can see my manicure. Um, okay, thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next time. Should Bye, be next Jeff. Week. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff.